whatever to her. Wasn't that at the brewery too? So uh-huh. Wasn't it like loud? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess her, I mean, the mic just picked her up. Maybe it was the way that you guys were sitting away from each other. I don't know. It, it wasn't registering on my headphone as her being too quiet. So oh, Did you fake your way through it? Yeah, I was just like, okay. But I also, Kinda. I don't ever think you sound quiet too quiet and you often are yeah i guess (laughs) it was kind of like when you get your hair cut and then your hairdresser is talking to you and you have no idea what they're saying and you're just like totally yeah my weekend plans are gonna be great yeah not to mention you don't want them to talk to you anyway yeah i thought you meant like when they ask you like how you want it (laughs) and then you just kind of make shit up and you're like yeah totally i often will say what do you think is best is that an option? And just yeah. Kind of like go for it. Of course it is. I wish I'd known yeah. that because I would what I would have done this entire time. Yeah, what do you normally say? I'm just, I kind of just like, I'm just like, I just like a, just take off some here and then just an inch off the top. I kind of make it up and they'll give me feedback and I'll be like, yeah, sure. I and oftentimes I just kind of go along with what they say. I don't even know what an inch look is. <laughs> it's this much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's not, I guess with your hair, that's nothing on mine. Yeah. But you should just tell them to do, and then you'll have such a fun hairstyle. I get it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I mean, I'm a guy, so I get my hair cut every, like, couple of months, and mm-hmm. I still don't know what to ask for. Do you go to the same person? Yeah. Do you well, ever, not the same person. They go to the same place all the time. Do you ever look up pictures online of dudes' hair that you like and show I them? I have before, but then, so I, I, I looked up, it was, like, a whole article about, like, what to ask for. Um, when you go get your hair cut. How can they? <laughs> We're like specifically like, this is, this, is, you. this is, is what like certain his, things mean. David's like this is anxiety. what fade, this is what fade, this is what taper. If you want it like this, you ask for this, all this shit, right? So you and know so, a lot about hair. No, I didn't learn shit from this article because then I was like, oh, I kind of want this and the person didn't, oh, they were like, oh, you mean this. So I'm like, oh, I guess that's, the article either lied to me or this person is not understanding what I was trying to say or I didn't, I didn't interpret it properly and then communicate that to the barber. But the point is that when I was like, this is what I want because I was like, oh, okay. The article says, if you want your hair like this, this is what you should ask for, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then I told him and they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. So this is, do you want this? And I was like, yes. I don't know if that's what I wanted or not, but I just agreed with what they told me because I didn't want to make things more complicated and I already felt stupid for telling them something that was inaccurate. That is my fear every time, like, I've looked up articles that are, like, the 12 secret menu items that, like, are so awesome. And I'm like, I'm going to go to fucking Jamba Juice and I'm going to ask for a white gummy bear. And they're going to be like, what, what? the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Did you ever, come like, overcome that fear and actually do it? No. Because I like the razzmatazz a lot. That is good. <laughs> Caribbean passion. So that one's my second choice. So, yeah, I'll rotate between the two. But... I mean, I like... We're going to go. This weekend, we're going to go to Jamba we? Juice, and we are going to ask for that white gummy bear. I think they might also have, like, a pink Starburst or something. We'll do one of each. <laughs> There's, like, <laughs> one of those is real, and one of those is not. I like this. This is a good idea. I think that'll be good for for you to, to have her as moral support to back you up. Me like, you can you can do this. Yeah. You're going to turn around, and I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I was going to say, literally, all I want somebody to be there for is so I can pretend and be like, see, I told you it's not a thing. And then, then I'll be like... I, I should just bring my mom. My mom will ask for it for me. She will. Yeah. She'll, they'll probably end up making one even if it doesn't exist. <laughs> That's true. My mom really will just get what you want out of any transaction. Yeah. I wonder for situations like that, do they have like a, tra- do they train people how to do it and then not actually like put it on the menu or 
Is it just thing that people figure out on I their own? I don't get... I think I those are actual, like, secret menu items. But I think, like, there's a bunch of Starbucks hacks that they've just, like, named themselves. But it's really just you being, like two pumps of this and two pumps of that and this creates a this. Like it's not, so, uh, yeah, I don't People know. that drive me crazy when they want four pumps of three different flavors oh, on their coffee. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we work with this lady and we love her, but we she do. is so, like, her coffee order is really insane. Why do people do that? <laughs> it's what she likes. I make it when I'm ordering for other people, even if I've memorized the ridiculous order, I purposely hold my phone in front of my face so the register person, cashier understands that it's not for me. Yeah. Oh. I make it very clear that it's not my order. I think I've done the same thing. <laughs> and I'll pretend like I don't remember it. I'll be like, I'm oh, like, so um, I guess they, and this? Let me see that? what they wanted. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't like to do that. I just like to t- have the food normally the way that they have it prepared unless there's something I really don't like on it. Then I'll be like this. I'll, I'll let one thing I'll say without this. And yeah. I, I can't have like three things and I'm like no pickles and no onions and no tomato. Like that's too much. Do you not like any of those things? No, I was just an example of how I wouldn't <laughs> omit this many things from. I like most foods except for like a couple of things here and there. So. Well, you should change it. Change how you do it, right? Instead of saying no this, no this, no this, say only this and this. I feel like that, that ends up confusing them because then they have to ask follow up questions if you're not too specific about it. Like what? I mean, this is not normally a problem for me anyways. I, like I said, I normally just take the food the way they... Yeah, but that is a problem because you're just taking it, you know? <laughs> you <laughs> I don't have a problem out. with that. <laughs> no, not unless it's usually like I don't like raw onions, so I might just... I'm with you there to on that. ...pick the onions. I like them if they're cooked. Grilled onions or whatever, caramelized yeah. onions are good, but just raw mm-hmm. onions I'm not a fan of. So usually I just ask for it, and then I'll just take it off. And every once in a while... they chop them so finely that they're just... You know, you have to dig them out. The yeah. onions? Yeah. Like, you don't like raw onions? And oh. they chop it up, you know? Like McDonald's onions? Yes. You don't like it? Um, depending on how lazy I am feeling, <laughs> yeah. I will take the bun and I will scrape it off. When I was younger and I used to not like onions because now I love them in all varieties okay. and all preparations. But when I was younger, I didn't like them raw or cooked. But those were so small to me that it wasn't bothersome. Like yeah. I was just like, oh, you don't notice almost. It's because I'll also try it with pickle and I don't really like pickles. So I feel like raw onions and doing pickles is just too much. Yeah, that is too, too much. much for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe I should do raw onions and not pickles. Maybe. Or just don't get either if you don't like them. <laughs> Same issue right here. <laughs> I'm just asking for too much. I have a much higher threshold. There are some times where I'm like, if I need this on the side or I don't want it with this or like, can I get this cheese instead of that? Then sometimes I'm like, and I won't also be like, oh, and can I add a side salad? Because I'm like, that's too much. So I just won't get this out. But that happens to me a lot, actually. Yeah. At Denny's, probably, specifically. You don't just say spaghetti and meatballs? Not always. <laughs> yeah. Really? What will you ask for? Well, sometimes <laughs> I'll get the grilled cheese, right? But instead of you how are, it comes... Your Denny's orders are out of this world. Yeah. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me, girl. <laughs> so, so, so I'll get a grilled cheese on sourdough, but instead of the uh, American cheese, I ask for Swiss cheese, and then I add avocado to it. Super good. So when, when, if I'm your waiter, order, order your sandwich... Hello, David. 
Either Brittany, <laughs> what are you doing here? I told you I'm not going to give you free food. Damn it. I would say, I would like a grilled cheese. Oh, I forgot there's an extra part of this. Okay. So, okay. I'd say, I would like a grilled cheese, please. Can I get it on sourdough with no tomato? And instead of American cheese, can I get it with Swiss cheese and add avocado? Okay, and that's see, that's a lie. So he didn't write much. any of this down. He's definitely getting your order. <laughs> he's for sure getting He's probably out of much. Sp- it's a lot. But the thing is, it's very simple. Yeah, you're but, right. the, but oh, the, the whole meal itself is simple. It's just a lot to say. So then at that point, I get embarrassed to be like, and then can I also get a side salad with ranch on the side? So I just oh, <laughs> oh, my God. She has boundaries. <laughs> yeah, she draws a line somewhere. I get, I get like stressed out even if I go to a restaurant and the other people don't know how to order. They just wait, take way too long on the menu or ask too many fucking questions. I'm like, oh, my God, why are we doing this right now? I, I hate get really eating with people sometimes that. when they're like that. Yeah. I have friends that are that way. It fucking bothers the shit out of me. I have ordering anxiety so randomly I'll just pick something if I don't know what I want and then usually ends up not being what I want but at least you'll never be annoyed with me because I order very fast yeah I guess I'm we could eat out together and mostly totally fine. <laughs> only get stressed out by my mom because she I've never imagined her at a restaurant oh my god she asks so many questions and then she asks all these random things and she's very particular about how she has things which is fine because I asked first but she just doesn't know how to do it in a concise way like if you're gonna order specific things just fucking do it quickly and like I don't know whenever we go to McDonald's or something I'm like can I just yell over you because you're not gonna do it's like (laughs) she she makes people want to pull their hair out I like that our food examples so far have been McDonald's and Denny's (laughs) we eat great (laughs) we do So I feel like I feel bad because I didn't prepare you for this question because I kind of forgot because we haven't done it in so long. I was really nervous that 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 might happen. Oh, yeah. But um, also, I feel like we never prepare anyone for it. So it's fine. But we usually ask people if you have any advice that you like or that you've carried with you or that you hear. And you're like, I like that. Hmm. Um, I guess. As cliche as it is, the advice that really I try to carry is doing what I want to do or communicating with people when I don't necessarily want to do something. Okay. When I was younger, I was super timid or more timid than I am now. So I found myself always going along with what other people wanted. Mm. And I never ended up, you know, seeing the movie I wanted to see and little things like that that added up. And so finally, I'm just like, well, you know what? I can say no to plans. Yeah. Yeah. And you can say what you want to do. I can, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're real good about it now. Now, probably a little bit too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, David, that would be good for you, too. What do you mean? What are you trying to say right now? <laughs> I feel like you're probably okay at saying no, but I feel like you probably let people do what they want to No, actually, I disagree with that. I take back what I said. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's. I think uh, I definitely like to be accommodating to people and especially in any situation like make things as convenient and easy for everybody as possible but if there's something I really don't want to do then I'm, I'm not going to yeah. and I uh, I guess usually I will make those concessions with the people that I actually give a fuck about and then everybody else can just fuck off yeah alright <laughs> yeah I should be better the opposite way like what caring more uh, <laughs> like coming down to Vista every once in a while <laughs> He just, he figured out a way to drop that in. Uh, okay. Set you up. Well, we're not making this about This is you. the perfect example. Uh, <laughs> but just, yeah, doing more things that I, d- I feel like I'll do things that I don't want to do, but I don't know. Yeah. It could just be, I'm good at saying no for sure. But even like an extreme, like when I was younger, 
if my like my mom made blueberry muffins and I didn't like blueberry muffins when I was younger, I would still sit there and be like, mm, that is oh, interesting. So funny. Yeah, See, I wouldn't. I think that with I feel like with your parents, you can all the boundaries can go out the window. Yeah. <laughs> and you can be as shitty at, uh, to them as you want to. So that's interesting that the you f- were caring <laughs> well, about being polite. <laughs> the first time I called my sister a bitch was because she really wanted to go to Carl's Jr. and I wanted to go to not Burger McDonald's. King. Oh, not McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's Jr. is so good. But I was it is charboiled burgers. so oh. mad that she got her way and I didn't. And I was like, I'm not even going to eat anything. And then, I, and then my mom walked out to go pick up the food. And I was like, you're a bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then my mom heard, I guess, because she wasn't far enough out oh of the garage. God. And I said it really loud. And then she came back in and she was like, what did you call her? And I was like, I called her a bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't give a fuck. Say it harsher the second. And so are you. No, I'm just kidding. I would never oh, say I that. Like, Don't you dare. Yeah, I would never say that. Not but. even as a joke. You couldn't even let it. What? <laughs> you said you couldn't even let it sit as a joke. You were like, no, I would never, I would never do that. say that. <laughs> My mom's so sweet. She's an angel. Yeah. And then oppositely, is there any advice that you hear a lot or have heard that you think is really bad advice, but people seem to say it a lot? I was not prepared for that. Yeah. We can give you examples. Like okay. somebody said, um, I guess it's not really advice, but like a cliche is like, boys will be boys. Oh, or, can I just take that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or um, if you have a bully, ignore them or like shit like that. Yeah. Was that the one that you didn't like? Um, I don't remember. Oh. I, that's the thing I agree with about not ignoring your bullies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to piggyback off that first one, but in general. Like, I get really annoyed when people are shitty and they just make other people make excuses because they're just like, that's just being Britney. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that statement's been said a lot. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh. David did a sketch last week (laughs) for a sketch explosion. And the whole video was about how um, somebody was calling somebody to cancel plans and they were a flake. And they would be like, could come up with more elaborate excuses. And they were like, I promise this time, I promise this time. And then at the end of the video, they're like, actually, I'm dead and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was, I serious, she was with me. And I seriously was like, I think this, mother, I think this motherfucker wrote this about me. <laughs> and that shouldn't even start yet. Yeah. It was just the title. <laughs> just the title. What was the title of it? The Flake. The Flake. Ah! Yeah. And I was like pacing around. I was like, fuck this. Fuck this. I was like, this is bullshit. I was like, yeah. But I, I, and then you told me it wasn't about me and I believe you. Yeah, it wasn't. Although, I mean, <laughs> I guess it could be loosely inspired off people that have done similar things to me. And you could at some point in your history have fallen into that category. If mm-hmm. only you went to Vista more, Brittany. If only I went to Vista more. <laughs> It's true. I actually really like Vista. Have you been? I don't think I've ever been. So I thought that I must have, because you live here your whole life, and you're like, I must have gone everywhere, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure. But when I went, I don't think I, ha- I had either. Weren't you worried there'd be a lot of spiders? <laughs> it seems like a spidery place. <laughs> what the fuck? Arnie's <laughs> possibly terrified of spiders. Yeah, really, really scared. I'm sure there's they have spiders in this area. It's there's a phobia. One? Of course they have spiders <laughs> in this area. We have one outside of our front door, actually. And every time I walk in or out, I have to look up at it and make sure that I don't walk directly under it in case it falls on me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But that would suck. So far, so good. So far, yeah. yes. But I thought, uh, like, every apartment we went to, I was like, what's the spider situation? Like, 
because one hundred. <gasps> she literally that was her main priority. Because you go to like some places and there's like a lot of trees or something. There's like and an you, empty area right there in front of your house, right? Yeah. What are you trying to? What? Are, it's what? Like are, bug territory. But <laughs> if that's across the street, yeah, they they walk. <laughs> I can't even argue with you because you know way more <laughs> animal facts than I do. Every time I say something, he's like, that's actually not true because... Do you oh have a favorite God. animal? Great white shark. He doesn't Ooh. even like animals. He hates I dogs. He's probably so mad like Milo's I don't right hate dogs. dogs. I just think people are a little bit excessive about... Especially like white people. Sorry, guys. Get a little bit too crazy about they their love me. of dogs. Like, <laughs> 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 like I just keep seeing... Oh, my God. A fucking thing that I shared on my Instagram the other day. Just like somebody made a little comic about dogs in heaven or whatever. That just, was just nice. Like, was so dumb. I was so dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> I agree with you about a lot of, oh my gosh, actually the same woman that we're talking about with the coffee order, <laughs> she's Filipino uh-huh. and I have never seen somebody treat a dog. Yeah, I know other people like dogs a lot, but I, I just feel like it's like a specifically in the culture to like get to this level of like heightened dog obsession. Uh, in a way that's uh, really weird to me. Um, Have you ever had a dog? I had dogs kind of my like growing up, but they were always just kind of like there. But I think weren't, they, we never had like the kind of like close pet. Like my sisters have a dog now that's like, oh, that's like a real pet. Yeah. The way that we never had when I was younger. But even still, it's just like, <laughs> I don't hate dogs. Dogs are cool. I like animals. I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily a pet person. I just don't have that kind of ability to like put that much uh, emotion on something that way. So much so that every pet him and his family have had has died. That's there's <gasps> two of them. <laughs> That's everyone. But they're like very vulnerable animals, so it's not necessarily. There was a just like guinea pig. Guinea pig, and they're supposed to be in pairs. We only had one. They die faster if they don't have a partner. So you knew that. I didn't know that when I got I'm it. Still... Somebody was giving away a guinea pig. And there I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah. And then it immediately died. No, it didn't immediately die. I got sick very long after we received it. How long is that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other I feel one. I like we're digging up some yeah. secrets here. <laughs> and then the other one. I think, cause he, I think he murdered them. Oh, my God. Do you use like a vacuum? Isn't that how they. No. He my kids. Like, we have pictures of the kids with the little guinea pig in the stroller. They loved it. <laughs> It sounds like one of those things where you're like, this will be fun for the gram. And then you're like, but I don't want to deal with it after. I don't hate dogs. I feel like that's, that's, a, that's taking what I've been saying uh, out of context. Okay. So the spiders like are going to walk across the road. Imagine that's really creeping me out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they do? Um, well, I don't know if you... Did you ever see Charlotte's Web? Yes. Okay. So you know when the spiders are born, they get little str- and they fly. They they basically they they get little flying. spider webs. So let's say some spiders are born over there. The egg hatches. The spiders let their little uh, you know um, spider web parachutes yeah. go out of their butts and they fly away. So they don't need to walk across the street full grown spiders. I don't fucking remember that <laughs> at all. That happens. Yeah. You can see big clouds. If the, and depending on the area, you can see big clouds. They of, poof out spider babies that fly. Yeah. And then they have parachutes that come out of their butts. Yeah. And then they fly in whatever direction they need to go. They don't want and them to stay spread. with their moms. That's why spiders no. are horrible. Yeah, that's why they're so eat, scary. Spiders Aww. eat their kids. Yeah. So you don't, they don't stick around. Well, less spiders <laughs> on this earth. So that's fine, actually. Yeah. 
<laughs> but Vista did not have oh, right. the spider situation that I thought. I do have a worse spider situation in my house. <gasps> what kind of spiders? Like, what yeah. do they look like? Um, I mean, the, the normal kind. Is it a daddy long leg? Yeah, daddy long legs. The, the problem I keep running into is that we keep the occasional wolf spider will show That's up. That's not okay. Daddy long legs are fine. <laughs> they're, they're very sweet. They're, yeah, they're, they're not as scary because yeah. their legs are basically clear. You can see them. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh. yeah. But a fucking wolf? wolf spider, I would burn the house down. Yeah, those things are annoying. And then in the, we're in the, like, in the storage area in the, where I, I never go into, we get some other types of spiders in there that are like black, but aren't uh, black widows. Um, oh, okay. They, they kind of hang out in there. But I never really see them anywhere else besides there. Are your kids afraid of spiders? Um, a little bit. Um, is Hugo more afraid of spiders than Athena? No, I think Athena's actually more afraid of spiders. Um, but they, they kind of have like a, like, a, like a certain level of fear where they're not going to freak out necessarily. And there was a spider in the house the other day and Athena was like, oh, I tried to, I wanted to try to get it out of the house without killing it, but then she got too scared and killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she wanted to make She's the like, effort. I couldn't Brittany. do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I no yeah, they're, they're not, yeah, they, because I guess especially when we, they're usually better about it, but if it's a very scary looking spider, Athena will get scared of that. Yeah. Like well, she'll freak out. That's fair. It's yeah, reasonable. I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I, first time I saw a wolf spider too, it was like, holy fuck, man. How big are those? They're, they're like, mini tarantulas they're big and they're hairy and they're gross and i don't like them the amount of eyes they have is really what creeps me out i just picture them staring at me with all those eyes that's it really gets to me i don't even think about their eyes they probably just think you're so beautiful they have so many eyes to see Brittany. <laughs> oh does that make you like spiders? you are <laughs> going to turn them into my favorite arachnid what other arachnids do you like <laughs> besides spiders i like I don't know. Are What's your second favorite arachnid besides spiders? I guess they would just be types of spiders, right? <laughs> well, there's other uh, uh, animals in the arachnid family. There are? Can you tell us more? Scorpions yeah. are also arachnids. Oh, I was oh. thinking maybe that w- I was thinking that maybe that was the case. I hope that's correct. I didn't think, I think anything yeah. further than spiders. <laughs> so They're the spiders, most famous ones. Yeah. Stole the show. Whatever arachnid thinks that I'm pretty will be my favorite one. I mean, let's just say all of them. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, were you going to get into questions? Should we? Is what I was going to ask. Um, we can. I was curious. Uh, I, I was going to ask Stephanie, how is, how is uh, Brittany as a roommate? Since we have this rare opportunity to get an insight <laughs> on her for the audience. Well, to be fair, she's not here for part of the week. So it's pretty darn easy. That sounds like a good roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I totally slept in your bed the other night, too, by the way, because you had that fan. Oh. <laughs> and it was very hot. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> She's a comfortable bed. So, see, so easy that's, going. Yeah. Yeah. That's two really positive qualities right there already. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, we'll have people over on the weekends and our apartment gets pretty messy, but I feel like we both clean pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. It's been more of a pleasure than you would think. <laughs> Why would I think it'd not be a pleasure? I don't know. You went, it went into it with a negative context. So <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm just <laughs> We're both very reasonable people. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very easygoing. Now, other people might not like how easygoing we are. You know? That could be the case. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. It's been fun. What's the worst roommate situation you've had? Um, I moved in with my uh, best friend friend after high school and you guys are no longer friends i imagine she started dating my brother and then they started causing a bunch of drama in the house 
And so that was not a fun situation. And then she was just like so much drama. There was another roommate we had and she would always be like venting about this person. She'd be like, oh my God, I'm gonna punch her in the face. Like, I'm so annoyed. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna punch her in the face. And I'd be like, don't punch her in the face. Like, we'll talk to her. And so (laughs) I had to like talk to the other roommate so often that she just thought I was a terrible person Mm. because I was having constantly have like conversations about things that my roommate was having issues with. And eventually like it kind of like turned. So they ended up moving in together after we all moved out, even though this person was talking shit about her all the time. I was just like really fucking annoyed that I'm like, okay, you know that she hates you. Like, I don't know why you guys are living together. That was really frustrating. Yeah. And I didn't talk to like either it. of them uh, after that. It was just, uh, yeah, it's bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when somebody else complains about somebody to you so much and you're like, oh, yeah, like they're a fucking bitch. I hate that person. And then they just turn around and they're like, oh, I'm going to be friends with them. And now you look bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That used to happen with one of my friends um, and like girls that she would date. They would get into a fight and it'd be this huge dramatic thing. And so obviously my feelings started turning sour against the girlfriend because she's fucking with my friend. Yeah. And then the next day they're like, hey, you want to go eat? And I'm just like, what? <laughs> no, I'm upset. Yeah, so my feelings are. Maybe still she hurt. apologized to you, but <laughs> not to me. I went through everything right, right <laughs> alongside with you. Yeah. yeah, people need to like contain their drama a little bit better. <laughs> I think that'd be my advice to a lot of people: is like, just contain it. Contain it a little bit. Like you don't need to like spread it out so much. But it's funny because how we were saying like you get invested in your friends lives obviously and then they complain about the person so you start to not like them the worst thing that has ever happened to me my biggest betrayal in Mexico um, (laughs) my friend Penny was there and she to this day will talk about it as if it didn't happen to me (laughs) and she is like you know the biggest betrayal that I ever felt and she like refers to it I'm like oh yeah the thing that (laughs) happened to me and she has nightmares about it she really does. And it's very funny to that me. That is hilarious. Yeah. And she's just like, yep, that's my biggest betrayal in my life. And I'm like, okay. Have you told me about this or is this like a I am sure I did. It was okay. when the guy that I was dating, um, we all went on a trip together with our my very close friends. He, he used to be friends with them. Um, tried to have sex with our friend oh, in the house. Oh, yes, you did tell me about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do I need to edit that out? I don't give a shit. No, no. Like, please don't. Because uh, that's what he did. And Penny, I am so sorry. Yeah, if Penny. You're, if you're listening to this. I'm sorry that he did that to you. <laughs> yeah. But no. And then he, uh, when he broke up with me, he said that it was, uh, he blamed me for it, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember the story. And I yeah. wasn't sure what you were referencing at first, but I know, I know what you're talking about very yeah. clearly. So it's my fault that he tried to have sex with one of our friends and the house found out. And even though I didn't tell anybody in the house about it, my bad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Were you there for this? I was not there. Oh, okay. Luckily. Oh, yeah, it was I bad. I feel like I would have made it worse. After the whole thing went down, did you give Brittany any advice? <laughs> I mean, just that he's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) We dated for like a year after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time after. I just try to be a supportive friend at that point, Mm -hmm. you know? If that's a decision that she's going to make and she wants to do it, I will support her. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great. Is it hard to reference, like, Brittany, since you don't do the editing, when you do listen to the final cut, is it hard to reference how much got cut out because it's after the fact? Sometimes... 
Not really, because I usually have a pretty good memory of everything. But uh, there was one time. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> where I said probably it was very vulnerable. Uh-huh. Vulnerable. You can't even say the word. Yeah. <laughs> like I cannot be it. I cannot say it. <laughs> um, and I was saying how I've never been in love with somebody who's loved me back. And we were talking in depth about that. And he cut it out. <laughs> And I was listening back and I was like, here's the moment where people are going to be like, oh, Brittany's a human and she's not just that was one of the only times that I wasn't like, I don't like when people touch me. And And then he was like, oh, too long. Let's cut that part out. It's like, we got to keep this character going. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you got you got a reputation to uphold. I don't remember your thought process behind that. It, it was the episode with Jalisa. We we talked for way too long in the beginning, and there was just like editing that I needed to do, and it just kind of it was a collateral damage, you know. Okay, so the first question is: My wife and I and our four-year-old son went out to dinner last week. It was a medium-nice restaurant, not fast food, but not super fancy either. My son is a normal, active little boy, and it's hard for him to sit through a whole dinner, so we let him explore the restaurant a little. I noticed our waitress giving him the hairy eyeballs, so we asked him to stop running. He was pretty good about it after that, but he did get underfoot when she was carrying a tray, and she spoke to him pretty sharply to go back to our table and sit down. I felt like it was completely uncalled for, and she should have come and spoken to us personally instead of disciplining someone else's child. I tipped 5% and spoke briefly to her manager who gave noncommittal replies. My wife agrees with me, but when we posted it on Facebook, we got a lot of judgy responses. That's it? Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's not like a question, but I think they're just trying to be like, who's right? Who's right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you should have had your kid under control. <laughs> I mean, what does exploring the restaurant mean? Yeah, that's annoying and to the waitress. That's annoying to me. I've been out to eat when other people let their kids just kind of, even if they're not being super annoying, I'm like, this kid is like making me feel uncomfortable because he's like walking up to the table. You have to make like a fucking face at them or whatever. And then like, <laughs> it's just stupid. And then if they're getting under the waitress's feet, like, of course I'm going to yell at them and be like, go sit the fuck down because they're obviously not parenting him. Well, and like imagine Imagine if it went worse and the kid got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Somebody dropped something on him or whatever. A restaurant is not a place for a kid to be running around. Even as a person, you shouldn't be like wandering the restaurant. This doesn't really <laughs> make sense. A grown adult. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess there's certain places where that's kind of allowed or that's not as big of a deal if they do that. Like, and then tipping 5%. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. That seems really shitty. Like, I guess like... But if your kid is doing something wrong and you're not there to tell them don't do this, then that, yeah, I don't think the the waitress is wrong for telling them not to do it. My kids, we like to take <coughs> them out to places, but we prepare for the situation. If we think that they're going to be bored and antsy, we tell them to bring a backpack with like coloring book crayons, toys, whatever, things like that where they can occupy themselves if they can't sit still for a long period of time. What about when they were four? Always. Okay. It was always our responsibility to make sure that they were prepared. We know what they can handle, what they can't handle, which is why I said preparation. Like, you know, like sometimes we'll go to like a brewery or something like that, which is a place where kids can run around a little bit more and they often do. But even in that situation, sometimes I'll bring snacks, I'll bring water, I'll bring stuff to make sure that they're not going to be difficult for the people around them. You could just give them beer. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really helpful. Yeah, I'm sure that wouldn't get me arrested. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, yeah, and like your little kid doesn't know what corner means when a waitress yells <laughs> that, so I'm pretty sure they're not going to run out of the way when that happens. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I, I, I mean, I empathize with the fact that, you know, people are, people can, yeah, parents are judgy or people are judgy. Non-parents can be very judgy of parents, which I think kind of sucks. Um, in some instances, I get it. Like, this is a situation where, like, yeah, that's totally warranted. Yeah, I, yeah, that, I, if a kid is running around a lot and the parents are trying, then I'm like, I completely understand. Or, like, if a baby's crying on a plane and people get exactly. pissed about yeah. that, that really bothers me because I'm like, it's a fucking baby. Like, what do you want them to do about it? Yeah. But where, shit where they're just like, we're going to keep eating our dinner and let this happen because we don't want to deal with it. They probably thought they were having such a great dinner. Yeah. It was like, let, you know, let their yeah. kid run around and like, this is great. Really There's peaceful. places where you can do this now, though. That's the cool thing about, like... Having kids now is like they have like gastro pubs and breweries and shit and places like that where you can go and have a meal and your kids can fucking run around and you can drink beer and it's all chill. Like, you know, there's places for that now. I don't think this restaurant was the place for that. Yeah. When was it written? Did it, did this have a date on it? I don't remember. No, it was recent, actually. It was recent? Yeah. No excuses then. <laughs> <laughs> I get very judgy of other parents because I have kids. And if you can't fucking handle your one kid when I have two kids, I'm like, come on, dude, you get your shit together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I would be way more judgmental about parents if I did have a kid, for sure. Oh, yeah. Probably going to. That, that was too long talking about kids, right? Nobody gives a fuck about children. Not other people's <laughs> kids, for sure. <laughs> I've never met your kids, so I don't quite know. They're cool. They're cool. They, I like their names. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I am a single 30-year-old queer lady who has recently uh, become super close with another queer couple. I have become best friends with one, and all three of us hang out doing fun uh, things and uh, have been super emotionally supportive during a really stressful time in our lives these last couple of months. Uh, these are often I love yous. Wait, hold on. There are often I love yous between us, and they consider me part of their family. I really recently realized that the friend crush that I had when we first met has turned into an actual crush on the whole couple. I totally want to be dating them. Sometimes hanging out uh, with them, or God damn it, I really should have read this before I <laughs> before I decided to do this today. Uh, <laughs> Where was I? I recently realized that the friend crush, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes hanging out with them or one-on-one -on -one makes me really anxious because flirty jokes and sexual innuendos are a little too real and it's hard to hide my feelings. To make it even more complicated, I work with the BFF. I feel like there are a lot of feelings and sexual tension between all of us, but I can't tell if that's just me hoping they feel the same way. Should I tell them how I feel or should I just let things play out and let them make the first move if they even want to. None of us have been part of a poly relationship before, so it would be new territory for all of us. It seems so risky to put it all on the table, but I know that the risk uh, can have a big win too. Um, listen, I know I am... Uh, wait, hold on. I think that was the end of the question. <laughs> <laughs> that was the person responding. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, never mind. Don't want to read that part. What do you think before I say what I think? I'm very intrigued to see where, where you're going with this. Um, I would just say say it. I would, I would just say say it. Because eventually what happens if something happens between just her and one of them, and then that could just explode the whole situation. 
You know, just go for it. Like sit them both down and be like, hey, I crush on you guys. I mean, that sounds a lot <laughs> harder, but I mean, yeah, I'd probably have, I'd have drinks. That'd probably be a good way to, yeah, break the ice. Yeah. So my, what I was going to say involves drinking for sure. And just try to make it happen without saying Kind anything. of, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I feel like a lot of times when you have a crush on somebody and you're like, <laughs> I wonder if they have a crush on me too, blah, blah, blah. All you really have to do is hang out with them and get drunk. And eventually something either kind of happens or it leg. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I this, feel like This is your move? <laughs> I just get people wasted. <laughs> and then, no, but I feel like that's always indicative. Like, that's when shit comes out. Yeah. So I feel like, I'm sure they drink together, but I just feel like you can kind of find ways to make that obvious mm-hmm. and feel like you can tell if another person is picking up on that in the way that you want them to. Because I feel like if they sit them down, or she sits them down and is like, I have a crush on both of you and yeah. they're not into it, then they're it's just not going to want to be friends with her anymore. It makes me think of that movie you had me watch, Raining Cat and Dogs or something like that. Oh, The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Truth About Cats and Dogs, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that would totally, totally work because it could just play out. And it could, you know, be fun. But drinking is the way to go. So what would your advice be for sober couples? <laughs> or sober... If they were all sober in the situation... That didn't even cross my mind that that would They're be a They're not even sober. They're Let's not. Let's just say hypothetically that drinking was not an option. Let's say they didn't drink or they were sober... Or something along those lines. You can't just make up rules. I'm to the just question. curious what you would say in a situation where people don't drink, because some people don't drink. My advice would be to start drinking. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what would yours be? I would have to think about that. I think if you're very close to one of them, it might be good to kind of bring it up to the one that you're closer to very, like, like subtly so that it doesn't become a big thing. I think that might be an easier way than to, like, sit them both down and then be like, oh, yeah, we're not interested, and then you just have to, like, walk out of the living room. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that seems super awkward. So how would, you, how would you bring it up with the one person? Would you just be like, hey? He never would. I never would. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Brittany. <laughs> He's like, I guess I'm going to die feeling this way about these people. <laughs> I, I, would have to, I don't know how I would do it. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I do agree with what you were saying, though. Just kind of trying to feel it out. Shit always works itself out as far as stuff like that goes. And I don't believe, unless she's 100% completely unaware, if she feels that there's something there. There generally is. Then there's, you know what I mean, intuition. She's not a man, so if she thinks that there's vibes, there probably is. (laughs) (laughs) Men. For whatever reason, you could be directly being like, I am not attracted to you and I've never been attracted to you. And they're like, I think she's attracted. (laughs) It's not even I think. They're like, I know. 100% (laughs) this bitch is so into me. It's sad. I definitely don't have that. Yeah. Well, you're a normal person. Well, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about that. I definitely don't know about that. Yeah. Um, Well, I hope that works out. I hope they all fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it really works out. I hope. Here's what I think is going to happen, right? Oh, you, you guys have a movie night. You put on a movie uh, like uh, Vicky Cristina Barcelona or something. Oh. <laughs> get, get the conversation going and be like, oh, this is interesting. What do you right? think about that? What do you think about yeah, that? You or put like... on uh, the first season of Easy or something like that. Yeah. And then see what happens and see if... But like, it doesn't like work out so well for either of those couples. That's well, true. Well, hopefully they won't make it. 
Yeah, they far. all just start scissoring and yeah. then <laughs> they shut <laughs> them down. They can't yeah. contain themselves. Before they even get to the bad part, they just get super into the first part. How do you do like a try scissor? I mean, you'd have to ask somebody that does that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure you should ask me how to have regular sex. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We've have you taken your shirt off yet? Yes. You have? <laughs> yes. That's great. Very, I'm very what proud. about your boxers? I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulls it out of the flat. No, I don't. God damn <laughs> yes, it. Yes, he does. I'm going to edit this out. I don't no. do <laughs> My hope is that they all start dating, right? And then the, because she has one best friend, right? And then the other girl. And I hope that the other girl and her end up like, forming like a really strong connection that they didn't see coming. And then the couple breaks up and then just this girl and that girl start dating. And the BFF is by herself, but they still have to work together. And then it's like really awkward and uncomfortable. And then she brings her girlfriend to like the Christmas parties. And then she's sad because she has to watch their relationship. And it just like, this is like a future advice column question. Um, There's like, (laughs) Brittany, (laughs) Brittany's fucked up. man. I'm like, hey, BFF, wherever you are out there. You know why I hope that happens? Why? Because I so strongly believe that, like, when one person is just so right for you, that... That's the only one. Yeah, No, not necessarily (laughs) that. But, like, it works out how it should. And maybe her and this girlfriend are not right for each other. And if you can create... Is this you being a romantic? I think so. It's a weird Hoping way that one person ends up completely alone and hurt (laughs) and having to see the other two at Christmas parties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just thought that part added some drama. It totally did. Yeah. This is the reality TV side coming out of you right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The Housewives of Orange County. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the queer Housewives of Orange County. But I think that's a possibility. It, It absolutely is. Thank you. Yeah. I'm more hope for success on the first part and not necessarily really? the part that Brittany said. I don't think all three of... I don't think it's going to work out with all three of them ever. What do you say that? What do you... What do they say to indicate that there's... Because I don't think once you've had an established couple like that who have been together for a while and you have a third person come in, even if it's in like a serious way like there's always going to be like a lot more history with one person and there's going to be like levels of like insecurity and like feeling like they're not matching up so I just don't see that really working out long term well then they would have to really figure out too how it's going to work because if she just hangs out with one of them more yeah you know see I don't know yeah I mean that's something I've had to figure out but (laughs) I just want it to work out for one of them. So what I said is the best possible option because at least two of them are happy. You think they have a higher chance of success if it's just the two of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just really hope that they do drink. That they, I hope they drink too. My God. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. That'll help the one okay. that's alone. I was going to say, yeah, maybe they don't drink. But this makes the one that's alone start drinking. That's a win-win. And then, yes. Okay, that's a win-win. Bam, that's what's going to happen. I think that's what I... I didn't know why I was saying that. Now I think I now figured it out. Now because you're hoping they drink. Yes. <laughs> what if they already drink? Going David. Back to that assumption. Okay, you're really... You're, you're tossing us around. <laughs> well, maybe here. they drink too much. And then yeah. the one who gets broken up with, she's like, I need to turn my life around. And at the rate I was going before, I was going to die. And then she gets so sad about it that she decides to go to AA. And then she does... She stops drinking. Okay. 
Interesting. So just maybe uh, she yeah. finds the Lord. Ew. You find that a win? Maybe. I see that as a loss. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for her. I saw, what was that? I saw that a tweet recently that was like the worst part about getting addicted to drugs is becoming religious afterwards. <laughs> I think I did see that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's awful. That's really unfortunate that people that go to jail or have to go through a difficult time end up religious. It's like, can't you just like go through tough times and then still be like rational afterwards? But you need something. <laughs> I guess, but I mean... Do you need it that much? I think so, they probably. Need it more than we want them to need the drugs. It's <sighs> just unfortunate. There has to be a good replacement for it. Well, I don't know. I don't like, know. is there anything else besides religion that people can believe in that will make them also quit drugs? Why does it have to be God? Aliens. <sighs> Speaking of which. No, unfortunately, <laughs> those, have you guys those heard? go hand in hand, unfortunately. Aliens and drugs go no, together. <laughs> oh, not necessarily. Have you seen that Tom DeLong? Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, my God. Tom DeLonge was the other lead singer of Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is super into aliens. He has his own, like, uh, what is it? Like, Allegiance Academy A- of the A- Stars or something. Yeah, it's like a science academy. Type. Yeah. And they look up or they look for alien artifacts and are super into trying to figure out that there are aliens on Earth. And they found footage of uh, UFOs, and the army admitted that mm. they were alien, or that they didn't, know, they were unidentified objects. Right. And the army just signed him for a five-year contract to work with the army. Yeah, like his academy now has a contract, and they will be working with the military. Yeah. And he doesn't do drugs. Is that what you're? Oh, to I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying often there's like all those like Joe Rogan fans that are like DMT and weed people that also do like are super in aliens. There's like a crossover of drugs and aliens. Mm. Maybe not for everybody. I'm sure there's sober alien believers out there, <laughs> but I think it's like the opposite where a lot of people like turn to God when they want to quit drugs. A lot of people that do drugs also believe in aliens. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I see. So I'm saying, is there anything that we can give people to substitute religion? Dogs. Fine, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That wow. Been. That came to a compromise. Yeah, if yeah. everybody that believes in God can just like dogs instead, then yeah, that's cool. I'm done with that. Just worship your dog. Okay, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I think that's nice. Oh, yeah. So post all you want about your dogs. You wouldn't mind. All the stuff that I've been shitting about people for dogs, if you pick the dog instead of God, then I'll be like, okay, you're cool. You heard it here. <laughs> Atheist dog owners, you got my love and support. <laughs> oh, this one's weird. Okay, so I think, okay, for, okay. I recently split from my partner when he suggested I terminate my pregnancy. And at four months along, I lost the baby. I'm mentally and financially stable enough to be a single parent. So when I lost her, I decided to go down the donor route and try for another baby instead of building an- another relationship. I met with the donor just for a drink after texting every day for a while. And I already felt like there might be something more there. After we met, he confirmed oh, no. it by voicing everything I'd been thinking. We just really connected had a lot in common and found each other very attractive. We kept it professional and arranged for a donation, but the entire time we've been talking, it's like excitement to see him. Uh, wait, the entire time we've been talking, it's like excitement to see him completely separate from the excitement of trying to get pregnant. We met for the donation and it was just instant. We talked for hours, we ordered a takeaway, and he ended up staying the night. It felt right like we'd known each other for years. Now he, wa- he wants us to date and see if anything comes from it. 
and he hopes to be a proper father to the baby. I will always keep the door open, but is dating him going to complicate things? If it goes wrong, surely the worst is that I never see him again, which was the original plan anyway. And if he wanted to share custody, that's fine by me. It's his child too. He is only donated to a couple of women years ago and is a single man with his own home, successful career, etc. He didn't do this with the previous women and I'm not being naive. I just want to do what's best for the baby and myself. Any advice is appreciated. Nuh-uh. Wow. <laughs> that is, does not seem like a good idea at all. I'm, I'm processing all of that. Yeah. That's, that seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, I mean, she's obviously super vulnerable. Uh, I can't say it. Vulnerable. <laughs> because she lost her baby. Yeah. And then now she's like, oh, wow, this, this man who's going to be the fault. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like this guy for sure did do that to the past women that he's done this to. Even if he didn't, I feel like it's a bad idea to like, to think that this is like, oh, this is the perfect solution. This person that I just started seeing was going to impregnate me. And now it's even better because they can help me with it. It's it's a new relationship. Things can get bad. And then, well, the thing is too, like she's and then it's think, be complicated. Yeah, she's thinking that any option that happens, any end result is okay. The thing is, she's like, well, and yeah, even if it doesn't work out, then it just doesn't work out. And I'm like, no, you're already saying like, it's his, it's gonna be his kid too. So I guess we'll split custody. You don't know this motherfucker. Yeah. So like. If you guys break up and then you're splitting custody with a stranger, what if he turns out to be fucking insane or like just somebody whose values you don't agree with your kid being raised with? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really nuts to me. Yeah, I honestly think that at that point, you choosing to go the donor route, you want a kid, the kid's the priority. Yeah. And you're okay with having a kid alone? Take that route. You'll be okay. Yeah. Like that's the one surefire way that you know you're going to be happy is you it's going to be you and your kid. Yeah, I would say if you want to date this person, date them and then find a different donor. That's what I was going to say you too. Also, what situ- what situation is this where you're going like communicating that closely with this person that you even have the option yeah. to date them? That seems really fucking odd. It's usually anonymous. Yeah, I thought you just go you to a finder. Yeah, mm-hmm. sperm bank and shit and then give him your stuff and then they just like, oh, here you go. <laughs> like, I don't, unless you knew the person before, I don't understand how you'd have this much communication with them that you would even be able to have the option to do this. Well, she said that they ordered takeaway, so I feel like she's from England, so maybe there they have different, different rules. Yeah, I, I heard takeaway and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really having a hard time now. I know you already like, said it, but I'm having a hard time thinking that this is the first time he's ever done that. No, it seems like, you know, people get off on weird shit. I feel like he probably gets off on making women like think that he's this great guy who's going to be the dad to their mm-hmm. kid, and maybe he does want to be I mean, I don't know. It's like this weird role that he wants to fill. Yeah. Well, even if it was the first time, I just still feel like it's crazy to think that this person that you just met recently is going to be a person that you want in your life for that long. Because you're going to be co-parenting. Even if you guys don't work out, you're going to be co-parenting for a very fucking long time. And it seems like a difficult thing to do if this person ends up being shitty. Yeah. Or you guys just don't get along. Or this person, like you said, different ideals, different whatever. You guys haven't gotten to the, the nitty gritty yet. What if this person is religious and you're not, or they fucking believe in this thing that you don't, or they want their kid to do this and you don't? Like, how how are you going to work that out? This could be completely <clears throat> wrong, but I feel like if somebody is donating their sperm that much, that they're probably not, like, 
ready to have their own kid. Well, I mean, apparently he is because he wants to impregnate her for real. Yeah, I don't know. That just seems weird to me. I feel like everybody that I know who's donated sperm, they're like, I'm doing it for money, money. and I don't care about it. Like, if they do it because they're like, I don't really ever want to have kids, so what do I care if yeah. they're out there in the world? I don't know. I that don't know. could be wrong, but... I agree with that statement. Yeah. I just don't do it. Don't. But if it were you, would you? Because I feel like I would. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, you shouldn't. And that's so dumb. But when you're in the situation, you're like, but nobody knows how we feel oh, about yeah. each other. Oh, my God. I would can totally see myself just being like, Brittany, it'll be OK. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's the dad now. Get. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that he's w- moving in with us. Oh, okay. I could see that happening to you, too, because you're a fan of like inappropriate relationships. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the only way I can like someone, David. Please stop. All right, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. Let's see how this question is that I haven't read yet. Okay. So this one says, I'm 24 and come from a slightly conservative family from Mexico City. Slutty conservative uh, from Mexico City. As I uh, came to terms with my preferences, I started to search for girls. The thing is that I only have straight friends, so it is a bit difficult for me to socialize with lesbians or even go to clubs since I have no one who would accompany me. So I decided to join Tinder and start talking to this cute girl. After a couple of weeks texting, we decided to meet in a bar, which was perfect for me since I was really nervous, hence why I had four beers and she had two. We had a great meeting. I don't know if uh, I should define it as a date, laughing all the time, finding common and different interests. She let me know right away that she was gay, but since I'm still coming to terms with it, I didn't know what to say. And as we talk about our exes, all he could only refer to was guys. At the end of the night, I decided to pay, and we had a normal goodbye as two friends can have. The next day, being as brave as I could manage, I decided to write her a text saying, I had such a great time, let's do this again soon. She replied, Sure. Then I let a couple of days pass and then decided to write again asking if she had any plans for the weekend or if she wanted to get together. The thing is, she read it and didn't answer me, and now I'm going nuts because I don't know if she's playing games and wants to play hard to get, uh, and I should put a little more effort or she is just not that into me, or if I did something wrong. It's really confusing for me because I never had this problem with guys, and it annoys me because I really, really like her. I'm writing you because I'm desperate and I need some advice on what to do because clearly I'm losing my mind. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, she, if she is interested in you, she will make it happen. I, that's like, yeah, <laughs> just, just leave it alone. Yeah. Did you look up all lesbian advice column questions? <laughs> uh, I think the first two were yeah. Yeah, he does that a lot. Like he'll look up, like he'll just go on like religious ones, and it's like I'm 20 and I just married my boyfriend, and we've been dating since we were 15, but we've only ever held hands. And it's like, ooh, yikes! Yeah, um, that's sad though. But I feel like even if you've had a boyfriend before, like I don't think it has anything to do with you being a newly lesbian. You can tell like this person doesn't like me, regardless of their gender. Well, I guess maybe she thought she read it better, I guess, like you said. No, <laughs> I think... interpretation of having read it a certain way, and I guess it wasn't that way. I, I think in this case, it's going to be even harder because women are so polite that if you go on a date with somebody and they don't like you, it's probably going to be way harder to tell because... Yeah, it's just like when guys ask you for your number in a bar, you're and like... some oh. girls are just like, I yeah. guess I'll give it to them because they don't know how to say no sort of thing. Yeah, I mean... 
Because that's the thing is even addressing like, oh, should I play harder because she might be playing games? Like, do you really want your first potential relationship to be games? That's a good point. I don't know. Just leave it be. Yeah. Also, I hate when people leave their text messages on red. <laughs> you know, like, turn it off. People don't need to know. I will say um, that there was a person who I met at a bar and I gave them my phone number and I, like, wanted to at the time. And then he was texting me and he was asking to hang out. And you know how I get about dating where I'm like, I just don't want to do it. Like, I can't fucking go. So I kept saying no and I kept saying no. And then he, like, asked me a few times, and I was like, I'm just not, like, it's not going to happen. Like, I had already decided I didn't like him. And then, for whatever reason, like, a week later, he wrote me, and he was like, hey, this probably isn't going to work, but, like, one last-ditch effort, blah, 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 like, we should go on a date, and said all this stuff. And for whatever reason, I think I was with Caitlin or something, and she was like, just fucking go. Like, and I was like fine and I went on the date and I actually really liked him oh, yeah. yeah and then we went out a few times and it didn't work out but we're still friends oh, so nice. I mean sometimes maybe it will maybe so I guess how much effort should you put into any type now of situation now I don't know <laughs> like, but I mean you responded each time right yeah like this is just a flat out no response I guess you just need to limit maybe it maybe I like, didn't I, I actually don't remember yeah I don't remember to be honest <sighs> <laughs> it's just so confusing. It's hard because I think it depends why. Because my thing was just like... But you it, don't know why the person's not answering. Yeah. So like as a person that's like attempting to date somebody, how much or little effort should you put into any given situation? Yeah. Especially if you don't know if the person's like saying, oh yeah, I'm interested, but then they keep not... like Or whatever. They keep flaking. They kind of keep leaving that door slightly open. Do you like... Like, let that be a sign that you should keep trying, or how effortless should a certain situation be before you decide it's like, oh, this is not worth it? I feel like because this is her first time even trying, like, l- leave it be. Yeah. And then move on. Like, that's the thing, is it's literally your first time. Like, just don't stress yourself out on that part. Yeah. You know? And maybe if you try a couple times and they keep giving you sort of like non committal, like, yeah, totally, we should. I think after that, you can be like, hey, like, should I stop asking you? Because if you don't, it's totally cool. But like, let me know. Yeah. Do you think you should say that to somebody that's not being solid about their plans or whatever? Yeah. I don't okay. think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I think I've said that to someone before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I pretty much just been like, hey, it's, we're fine. Like, I'm not going to hate you or anything, but it'd be cool. Just to actually know what's going on. Right. I've definitely said that to people where I'm like, hey, like I've asked you to hang out a few times and (laughs) it hasn't happened. So like if we're going to hang out, you're going to have to be the one who initiates it because I'm not going to do it anymore. Like I'm still down, but I'm not asking it again. Did they ask? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes two people like people are weird. And that's where the game part comes in where that could have potentially turned that person around. Like, oh, yeah, she's not going to ask me anymore. Yeah. And it wasn't even to do that. I was just like, yeah, just so you know. Yeah, that's fine. And it's fine if not, but, like, I'm not going to keep looking like an idiot. Yeah, so. You dumb idiot. So dumb. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Okay, so this is my last question, I think. Um, 
My wife and I separated a few months ago. I felt lonely and unsatisfied in our marriage and consequently developed feelings for another woman. My wife found out, I moved out, and I moved in with my affair partner. It was the worst mistake of my life. Once the newness of the relationship wore off, we fought constantly and then ended up breaking up. Now I'm realizing how stupid and selfish I've been. I felt lonely and trapped in our marriage because my wife was spending all her time taking care of our kids, oh and I had grown God. to resent her for it. <laughs> but I wasn't helpful, I wasn't present, and I regret not communicating with her. My selfishness led to the breakdown of my marriage, and I am truly sorry. So far, we're just separated, not divorcing, but she refuses to talk to me. I tried calling, emailing, texting, showing up at her work, getting in touch with her friends, but I'm hitting a wall. I haven't seen the kids because she refuses to talk to me. I just want to tell her I'm sorry. What's the best way to proceed? I mean, I guess you can try your best and apologize and do your best to, like, make amends, but you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually she's going to have to talk 100%. to you. 100%. Like, you can't trust that new relationship newness. People get so excited about that, and it's cool. I get it, but like, well, you yeah. can't trust it. The honeymoon stage is going to fade. Yeah, and then eventually it's going to be you're, you're going to get to a point where you're like normal with someone, or you start to hate them, and you're fighting all the time. I don't like the new relationship feeling. Well, I, I the reason I don't like it is because I'm skeptical of it. I don't fucking trust it. I'm like this. This is not real. Yeah. yeah. Like, Whatever this is, we're still pretending. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, like I can't trust that you're fully being yourself. I don't know if I'm fully being myself as much as I might want to be. Like, there's so much going on that it's like, I, you, I, you can't really appreciate it because it just feels like it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I guess people. I, I like the honeymoon stage, <clears throat> but I'm also fully aware that like, oh, this relationship is probably going to end in a few months. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You know, I know that, that that's coming. I mean, I've also been in a relationship where we weren't sober for the first three months. <laughs> I remember that. We had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> you did it for like two years. That's so. very true. Yeah, it's actually only a small portion of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. The newness just makes me nervous. Like I just get really anxious and I don't like it's not even fun for me because until I feel completely comfortable with somebody, then I can't really relax at all. So I would just rather like I don't even want a new relationship. I want to already be in like a <laughs> I do like I just want to like sit on the couch with somebody and not talk and watch TV with somebody. That's my favorite to not have to talk. Yeah. Like if we're OK with just sitting and being quiet and we don't have to talk 24 seven, that's the best feeling. Mm hmm. I like that a lot, too. So yeah. it, w maybe you should, like, start dating somebody, then have somebody, like, hit you on the head so you go into <laughs> a coma, and then when you wake up, you don't remember that you dated them, but you've already been dating them for a long time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of this logic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how, does, how is that helpful? Uh, well, I guess you wouldn't remember it, so I guess it's not necessarily <laughs> helpful, but... <laughs> Yeah, maybe you could be like, you've been dating this person for 10 years, even though we just started dating. It's like 50 first date situation. Yeah. You and just then wake like, up oh, and you're like, you're already dating them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, David. A lot of movie know. references in this, by the way. Yeah. This is probably less than we normally would make, oh, I think. It's possible. So, well, compared to like the, a Jake episode, we probably make oh, less. Oh, yeah. Jake, <laughs> Jake only relates life through movies. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what is your advice for him? I just say you can continue to try to apologize, but you kind of fucked up, so I don't think you can have the expectation that... Also... Don't have expectation that she's going to take you back. Sorry, but sad for the person that is his affair partner that he moved in with and is probably like, oh, I love you, let's move in together. And then now she's like, well, fuck you, dude. Like, what the fuck? That sucks. 
This reminds me, speaking of movie references, did you, I was watching Candyman recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Are haven't seen Candyman. What? No. Oh, it's great. You should check it out. Yeah. We'll have to watch that. Well, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because you haven't seen it. <laughs> there is a, a relationship <laughs> affair in Candyman that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Okay. It's a good movie. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. I didn't realize... I forgot how good it was, and then I rewatched it with the kids recently, and we all loved it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. Watched it with the kids? hmm Oh. How <laughs> mad do you get that he was resentful of his wife for taking too, too much time on the kids? Well, and that he just wasn't present. It wasn't that yeah. he was trying as well. Yeah. That's some, like, guy shit right there that I fucking hate. Yeah. I, I have heard that where people are just like, she what about the kid? What about me? Oh, my dad used to do that. He'd be like, oh, it's always what the kids want. You always side with the kids. Or like, if the kid... And it's like, yeah, they're your fucking kids, dude. <laughs> it was like that with his stepdad and my mom sometimes. Yeah, because that's he, weird. Because we also weren't his kids. So it was just one of those things. Like, why married you? It's like, no, you married her and she has two kids. Yeah. Yeah, so, I feel like if hey. you're a step parent, you have even less of a... A right to say shit like that. But if you're a dad, you should be in there just as much as she is. So if you to be like, oh, she's paying so much attention to the kids, like you should also be paying a fuck ton of attention yeah, to your kids. She's probably paying mega attention because she has to make up for the lack of attention that you are t- giving. Like, yeah. Do some shit. Yeah. You guys gotta do some shit. And that's the kind of bullshit I'm talking about where like guys are like, oh yeah, like I totally want a kid. And it's like, it's very easy for you to want a kid because you don't really ever have yeah. to. D- I mean, you should you- be doing extra work because you don't have to put up with all the shit that women have to put up with. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But you know, guys want to <laughs> throw the ball around and stuff with their son, but they don't want to fucking do any of the other shit that they have to do. And then they're like, and my wife isn't as hot anymore. And my wife won't <laughs> give me like a blow job every night because we have this kid now. But like, oh, Max is going to play baseball. Yeah, it's it's fun. I, I had a one of my coworkers did a gender reveal party recently, and the thing was like baseballs or bows or something like that. And I'm like, well, so if you have a girl, she's not gonna play baseball then? Like, what? She's probably not there. If you, I get it, but like, also like, wait, just fucking pigeonhole your kid so soon. Yeah, it's like, oh, if he's a son, he's gonna play baseball. If a girl, I don't fucking know. Like, I guess it it's already feels like there's like such a he is uh, he's giving a symbol of this thing that he loves to the son. And it almost feels like it's already a distance between him and his daughter before he even has the fucking kid. Yeah. Why does she have to get a bow? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If you like baseball, then why are you... Do- what's the thing? Like, so now your daughter's associated with a thing that you don't give a fuck about. And your son is associating with a thing that you really, really care about. Yeah. It just seems like you're, as a dad, as a guy, you're already creating that separation between you and your daughter. It seems like... Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that either. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, his pink thing is out. Ah, Brittany. Stephanie's dog is sitting next to me, and his pink thing is out. <laughs> oh, no, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> She's also petting guy? his head, so I feel what? like you're... You're asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel mean not doing it. Okay. I'll stop. It's getting closer to you. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you have a question? I have another question, yes. Okay. I, think, I don't think this is a gay one, if that was a problem for you before. <laughs> yeah, too much gay <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, this is also a gay one. <laughs> 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 Let me see if I have a straight one in here somewhere. Okay, here's one. Uh, my boyfriend is a freeloader, a moocher, and a lazy bum who's been depleting my groceries, my toiletries, and my patience. He clings to me 24-7. If I say, let's take some time away from each other, he refuses. The longest he's gone without see- seeing me... I send him to his parents' house one day. Then he's uh, back in my apartment. He's a physical trainer but has no work, never pays for anything, smokes weed all day, and is on unemployment. And on top of everything, I pick up his checks when we go out, and he borrows money from me. (laughs) I'm sick of it. He's 30. I know he loves me unconditionally, but I can't support a grown man forever. Please help me break up with him kindly without creating resentment and anger. Does he love you unconditionally? Or does he <laughs> not like, want to lose? Sounds like a lot of conditions. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> How can you br- just break up with it? I don't know. Like, and I'm wh- sorry, but you you're already resenting him. So it seems like that. Yeah, a lot, yeah. It, yeah. So what do you even care if he resents you? I'd be like, fuck off, your man child. But also, how does he get money, personal training, and then I guess he probably gets paid under the table. Because I was like, and gets unemployment. That seems cool. Yeah. Might just make too little, maybe. Maybe. Well, from that. Get rid of him, dude. Toilet paper is expensive. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. I thought you got your toilet paper from the cent store. Oh, sometimes (laughs) when I'm in need, it's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) The good toilet paper is expensive. Yeah, it's true. And she sounds like she probably. You want to get that top shelf? Yeah. You gotta. Spend a little extra. The kind that doesn't make your butthole bleed after a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That, you know when you wipe a lot? Yeah. Sometimes it just gets a little sore. It does get a little yeah. sore. Yikes. Yeah. That's why we go for Charmin. Is that what we buy? We buy Kirkland. Kirkland. Yes. What's, uh, what is Costco. Kirkland the equivalent to? Probably Charmin. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. We'll do a test sometime. Yeah. Have you ever broken up with somebody before? Uh, have I? <laughs> Yes. And wh- how did you do it? Uh, well, this was somebody that I was kind of just kind of dating, like, very casually. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, lost interest. So I was just like, hey, like, this is cool. You're, you're, you're a nice person and everything, but just not really feeling it anymore. That's pretty much it. Was that via text message? Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. I'm fine with that. I honestly, like, if I'm kind of dating somebody, ca- like, for a couple months... I don't really want to see you in person. Like, I it's don't awkward. Think a couple months is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is also like, I was living, I'm, I'm, I live in Vista and she lived in La Jolla. So driving up to break up with her seemed like too much work. Yeah. And we weren't like talking to the phone people. So I just felt like the easiest way to go about I it. I would have been really confused and bummed if you, if I thought you were coming to hang out. And yeah, you right. Broke up with me. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to see the. Per- I just. I don't. I don't like. I mean, if you date somebody for years and you're in a very serious relationship, then I guess whatever. But I just. I personally would prefer somebody text me to break up with me. Some of that breakup etiquette, I think, also applies to. Um like a time period before we all started just always texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, before it's like, you got to call them up and yeah. whatever, all that stuff. It's like, okay. And if, you, if you're near the person, you guys hang out all the time. If you're in a real relationship with them, then you kind of don't have a choice but to break up with them in person, I think, because you're around them all the time. Yeah. But in a situation like this where you're kind of just dating, it's like you, can just, you can just message them, I think. Just shoot the text. Yeah. Just, yeah. I feel like in this situation, I would want to make him feel bad. 100%. Yeah. Like, I I, like, yeah, you got to call him on his shit a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm breaking up with you and it's because you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, 
how, he's doing it on purpose. He gave her one day when she asked for time. He's not respecting her. Yeah. In multiple ways. Yeah. He should call, he, she should call his parents. Oh, yeah. And be like, hey, so I'm breaking up with him. Maybe Please you could tell him. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be probably be a good way to go about it. It's also weird. Why, why, if you dislike this person so much, why is it so hard to break up with them? It's hard for people to break up with people. People don't want to be the bad guy. Like in this situation, he's the bad guy. So it probably makes her feel better. But then if she breaks up with him, I don't think she's, I personally don't think she's the bad guy, but she'll probably take on some of that guilt. Yeah. Because he does, he's not doing anything. Like so he loves me unconditionally and what? I'm just upset because he wants to spend too much time with me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, no, girl. Cut him loose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Sounds good then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, so we're coming up on our time there. Okay. Um, so I think uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Stephanie, is there anything you want to plug? Um... Uh, no, <laughs> I don't really do much. <laughs> okay, cool. But I appreciate you asking. Yeah, of course I have to. I'm the I'm the co-host. Uh, Brittany, anything you want to plug? No. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's gonna be uh, the end of this episode. Thank you for listening and don't overdo anything. Futuristic, would you put your two lips on my wooden kissing, could you?